This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Let's listen to My First Affair with an Older Woman by Into the Blue Again. Look, I'm not proud of this, but I crave affairs. It's like you truly know someone when you have an affair with them. At least you know a side of them that both of you normally keep hidden. You have this hunger you can't satisfy in your regular life. So you have this secret place with this secret person where you can find that thrill together. You could say I started early. My first affair with a married woman was when I was on break from my first semester in college. Her name was Anne, and she was the hostess of a local sports bar. We had an immediate attraction, like a lightning strike from heaven kind of connection. Magnetic. Raw. It's rare but trust me, it happens. I was meeting up with friends to play pool. All I did was walk past her, but we both turned to look at each other. She was about 53 and quite thin with a blonde pixie cut, colorful flower tattoos, a stud in her nose. She had, I would later discover, fake decup tits and a great round ass, big blue eyes and pouty lips. She looked a bit Russian in the face, and a lot younger than she was. Almost childish in fact, but I later learned she was nearly 30. Seeing her for the first time, it wasn't a sexual feeling. It was more like, do I know you? I feel like I know you from somewhere. It was a moment we would talk about later a connection that neither of us had experienced before. All night I couldn't take my eyes off her, and even when I did she was always on my radar. It was like I could sense her in the same room with me, and she kept looking over, keeping tabs on me too. We'd meet eyes and smile like we both knew what the other person was thinking. I barely paid attention to my friends, to who I was already feeling pretty disconnected. I'd only been gone to college a few months, but all they wanted to do was play Remember When and I Hate Remember When. But I stuck around and smiled and after everyone left that night, I lingered. I pulled on my coat and just sat in the booth, honestly a little nervous. I was only 18. I'd had a lot of teenage experiences, but this was different. I'd never hit on anyone in a bar before, let alone the bartender. I honestly didn't know what to do, so I did what any 18-year-old guy would do. I sat in the booth with my coat on and waited for her to come to talk to me, which she did. There was very little question about what was happening. We started talking, and eventually, I made my way to the bar and we spent the next several hours chatting. At that time, I learned that she was 29, married, and she wasn't normally a bartender. She was just doing it for Christmas money. She had dropped out of college after she got pregnant and married the father of her son. I don't know how to describe the conversation, except it was nice, comfortable, but exciting. Sitting at the bar listening to this beautiful, snarky, lonely woman talks about being a house mom, doing laundry about wanting to finish her degree. She talked about her husband's job, her son's inability to sleep at night. I don't know. It wasn't sexy. We just connected. It was one of those conversations that you're so invested in. You don't even realize how quickly the time passed. I didn't ask her out that night but a few days later, I went back to see her. I remember this sly smile of hers as if we saw the same possibilities in each other. The same desires. Some conversation happened. But even at 18... I was a direct, no-bullshit kind of person. My exact words to her were, I know you're married, but I was wondering if you'd like to have an affair. She smirked in that way of hers. Sure, we exchanged numbers and then it was clear we were off to the races, texting over the next several days. She told me she had regular sex with her husband, but it lacked any kind of passion. Instead, it was like pushing a button. She said she truly cared about him, he was a good father, and she didn't want to hurt him or break up her family. She had never had an affair and wasn't looking for one, 
She was content with going about her life as is, especially for her son. But when I'd come back into the bar that night she knew what would happen. She hoped I would ask because she knew she couldn't, but she also knew she couldn't say no. I asked if she was sure. My feelings wouldn't be hurt if she backed out. But in response, she sent me a picture of herself in the bathroom mirror. She was naked except in a thong. She had her ass on the counter and she was kind of turned away, covering herself up and looking over her shoulder. The text said, I'm sure. She couldn't get away for a few days. And during that time I was a goddamn wreck. There is such a thing as lovesickness. I'd never had it before, but it was like I had the flu. I was feverish. I couldn't eat. I didn't do much except lay in bed, watch movies, and wait to hear from her. Also, I felt quite a bit of guilt about the situation. I mean, I'd never had an affair before. I was raised with a lot of high morals. My father sort of abandoned us as kids so I'd always look down on cheaters. I kept wondering if I was the kind of guy who would fuck another guy's wife. It's not a power thing I'm really into. I don't ever want to cause anyone pain. But simultaneously, I needed Anne. Like needed her. Weirdly, it felt like we were already together. That our souls were already linked and our bodies were just trying to catch up. So, we decided to meet at this shitty motel. And really... It was a shitty motel. Like, the epitome of a midnight movie hotel. I got us a room and waited in my car. I saw her arrive in a pickup. She had made herself up a bit. Short skirt. Big winter coat. Underneath she wore a tight sweater with some fur at the neck. Her thin, pale legs were unbelievably sexy. She practically leaped on me and we kissed. One of those kisses that leaves your head buzzing. Then we just held each other in this desolate parking lot before heading inside. The room was exactly what you'd expect. Only I didn't anticipate how freaking freezing it was. It hadn't occurred to me to turn on the heat earlier. So I blasted the thermostat. It was too cold in the room to fool around. We went into the bathroom and ran the hot water to let it steam. While the shower was running, we both stood in the bathroom holding each other. I could feel her thin shoulders under her coat. I'll admit I was very nervous. I'd never done anything like this before. I realized it was a big thing to do. What if I did something like this? It was going to stay with me. Looking back, we must have been like addicts. Just standing there knowing what we needed. Knowing it was wrong. Hating ourselves for it. But also not being able to help it. Knowing we couldn't stop it. I grabbed her and we kissed. Her lips were delicious. Her small mouth and hot tongue sliding into mine. I pressed her against the door and she held her arms back like she was giving into it. Not just sexual desire, but the stirrings of something deeper. Of sadness, of thrill, of despair, of pure carnivorous hunger, of forgetting ourselves in each other. And she felt it too. I could feel her arms shaking. She was scared, her breath trembling. When I looked at her I thought she might cry. But instead, we simply devoured each other. In that shitty bathroom, with the steam rising in a cloud of damp heat, we just held each other as tight as we could and kissed, her tongues sliding together. We were cleaved together like we were trying to combine our bodies with our clothes still on. As we kissed she made these small, delicate whines, like please for more. After that, we didn't care about the cold. We burst back into the main room and her coat fell to the floor. Our hands were groping all over each other. She was so slender, I could feel her ribs under her skin, her collarbone her hip bones under her skirt. She lifted her arms and I slipped off her sweater. She wasn't wearing a bra, so I just got my first sight of her large, round, obviously fake-feeling tits. Her small pink nipples were hard from the cold and desire. I quickly dropped and tore down her skirt. She made a little low, as she stood there in just her thong and heels. Kneeling before her I kissed her hips bones, her thighs, her lower stomach while she caressed my head. 
running her slender fingers through my hair. I pulled her close and kissed the line of her black panties. She had a wet spot between her legs and I kissed her there, over her panties, tasting the faint taste of her, smelling her sweetness. She pulled me up to kiss her. I was still fully clothed as I moved her back and lay her on the edge of the bed. I kissed her neck, her chest, her tits. I felt the buds of her tiny nipples between my lips, rolled them with my tongue, and moaned, whined. Breathed with such urgency, I spread her thin legs and ran my fingers over the wet spot of her panties. I could feel her pussy lips open beneath the silky black fabric. I slid my fingers under the fabric and felt her tiny shaved pussy for the first time. She felt incredibly wet. That was a thing with Anne. She got wetter than any other woman I've ever been with. Her pussy was simply gushing. The small petals of her opening were slick and aching. When I touched her she shivered and whined. I couldn't take it. I pulled her to the edge of the bed where I kneeled. I pushed her thighs back, tore her panties to the side, and just lapped up her pussy. I devoured her, kissing her lips with mine, tonguing her deep inside, lapping at her clit, teasing it with the tip of my tongue. She moaned so loud, writhing in such terrible pleasure I honestly thought she might be crying. But I wouldn't stop if she had been. I needed to be as deep inside her as I could. I needed to taste her, to lap up her juices. I needed to bury my tongue inside her. She was delicious, gyrating her hips and crying out while I held her thighs back and fucked her pussy with my mouth. And didn't want to come yet, so she pulled me up to her face. I need you inside me, she panted. She tore at my clothes and I quickly stripped. I was trying to take off my shirt when she dropped to her knees before me and desperately sucked at my cock. It was amazing. She had a very small mouth and she could only fit half of me. But I didn't want her mouth. I wanted her pussy. Trust me when I say I got what I wanted. We fucked for hours. We couldn't get enough of each other. I don't know how many orgasms she had, but I had at least five or six. I remember standing beside the bed, her on her back with her legs spread wide, and just pounding her pussy with my cock. She got on top of me and rode me as I'd never had before. She was like an animal, her tits out, her back arched, her eyes closed in ecstasy. Because of her fake tits, she had lost some sensation in her nipples, so she liked them pinched hard. They were red and raw by the end of our session. I turned her over and fucked her from behind. I had her pressed up against the headboard, practically folded in half as I just let loose. I came in her mouth, in her pussy, on her ass. We'd stop and rest and hold each other in our sweat. But then she'd play with me and I'd get hard again. I had bruises all over my chest. She'd latch her mouth on my shoulder, my chest, my neck and just suck like a fucking vampire. Biting me, chewing on me. I was a bit more careful with her but she left with some bruises. One thing I remember quite clearly, she never took off her wedding ring. Not that time or the times we met after. She would be completely naked, but she always kept that ring on. It might be fucked up, but it was a big turn on. That wedding ring, that stupid diamond that was way too big for her tiny hand, it was just the symbol of everything we shouldn't be doing. And it was always there. I'd hold her hand while fucking her, and I could feel that ring. I remember she held my face in her hands and ran her fingers through my hair. It felt so good. I closed my eyes and just felt her touch on my forehead. When we left that day, we were both incredibly sore. We laughed about it later, how we both wanted more, but we were just too sore to handle it. For the next several years, we would meet up whenever I was back home, sometimes at a hotel, sometimes at her house. Her husband would go for hunting trips and I'd come over in the middle of the night and fuck her in her marital bed. She'd dress in some sexy lingerie. A mesh catsuit once that I'll never forget. I would have happily kept it going forever. But after a few years her husband got a job on the other side of the country. And they moved. We still keep in touch. We talk about once or twice per year. 
but it's unlikely we'll ever see each other again. I honestly think this relationship made me very much who I am. It was so incredibly intense, so powerful. I guess I've been looking for that kind of connection ever since she left. It's this fire that I crave, even if I never find it again. I guess I'm just grateful that I had it.